Yeah, I, no, I don't know. Like I... less, less is more. But it feels like even you know, and that's that's something. That's why we love smaller movies. But now I'm not going to say this is going to start a trend. No. But you know, this was the antithesis of less is more. This was more is more, 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 more. Basically. Yeah. And you don't need that. Hello, and welcome back to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies and I don't care about spoiling them! Because it's the Spoiler Cast. And today, no, wait, uh, my name is Tobias, <laughs> and with me, as always, is my sister and trusted co host, Rebecca. Hello! Hello, I'm a little confused today, uh, because the movie we're talking about today is uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. The new movie by Daniels, starring Michelle Yeoh and... What's his name? Lee... Jamie Lee Curtis. No, well, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about the husband character. Lee uh, K... Fuck, I don't remember. Ki Huai Kwan? Right. Pronunciations, I'm very sorry. Yeah, sure. And also, Grandpa is James Hong. James James Hong, yeah. Um, it's it's the movie. It's been out for a while. I'm, you you know what it's about. It's a multiverse story. Another one. Yes. Uh, we weren't the biggest fans of the last multiverse story we watched, the the Doctor Strange movie. Um, but we uh, we we figured this one might be might be good. So you know, let's give it a shot. Yes, because first of all, it's not part of the MCU. Thank it's uh, God it's made that. by two very creative uh, uh, directors, Daniel something and Daniel something called Daniels. Well, they call themselves Daniels when they direct. Daniel Scheinert, she she. I cannot pronounce it. And the other one is just Dan Kwan. Yeah, Daniel Kwan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and it's also you know it's a much smaller budget, so they have to be creative with their with their uh, special effects and everything. Um, and it's, it's being distributed and I guess, you know, produced by A24, which, you know, it's a studio with a very good track record when it comes to it, movies it's, of it's, all genres. It's, it has become my favorite production company. Yes. Over the uh, last should, couple of years now. We should, we should, we should briefly discuss, uh, that later in this episode. But first, <clears throat> we're going to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, we're a little bit late because it didn't come out in Sweden until now. It's been out for a while in other countries. Yeah. Um, that's why we don't really have to go through the story. It's, you know, it's a lady who realizes that she's in the multiverse and she has to fight people. She has to use the multiverse to fight people. Yeah, yeah it's been out since early March. Yeah, basically. yeah. Um, so, you know, it's been getting really good reviews. Some people have said it's like the best movie ever made. It has certainly a, the best best movie this year. It has a meta um, score of eighty one by yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah, I was I was optimistic because of all the all, 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 every everything pointed at you know a really good movie. Yeah, maybe not the greatest ever, but a good movie, really good movie. Yeah, um, and I'm guessing you were you know I mean similarly uh, anticip- anticip- anticipative. I was, I was enticed. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's so. it's a, it's an interesting concept. Uh, well, it's an in- interesting premise. Apart from the whole multiverse thing, yeah, it's uh, about an aging Chinese immigrant woman, like yeah, not I, a teenager I, or you know a young hot looking lady or something. No, no, an aging Chinese immigrant woman. Yeah, 
<laughs> Which, yeah, I want, I want, I want to talk nice. about that that description as well. But we'll we'll get to that. Let's just now start by talking about what we thought of the movie. Yes. So, what did you think of Everything Everywhere All at Once? Well, I think I put it quite clearly when the movie ended, the credits started to roll and lights came on in the theater and I turned to you and I said, this movie gave me a headache. <laughs> yes, and not in a good and way. Not in a completely good way. Is However, there a good way to have a headache? I don't know. Well, there is, I suppose. Okay. However, it does get an A for effort. All right. That's like the brief, very simple way of saying it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll say that this is in some ways very similar. Not just because of the multiverse, but very similar to uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, and, you know, not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my, 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 my brief review is that everything, everywhere, all at once is a bit much. A bit too much. That's what yeah. I wrote on, on Letterboxd. And I actually don't think I will write a long review of this movie because there's no point. No. Um, and you want to know why there's no point to writing a long review of this movie? Because despite all of its, you know, intricate uh, uh, multiverse theories and the, you know, uh, incredibly choreographed fight scenes and awesome special effects, very, oh, very creative yes. special effects. I mean, they created equally spectacular um, effect scenes as uh, Doctor Strange did, but they did it with colored lights and yeah. like, a little bit of green screen. <laughs> And googly eyes, you know the, the yeah. ones you you uh, you glue on to paper. Um, you see, you just need to be creative, and it'll be just as much fun, you know. Exactly. The problem is all this, all this, and I guess it's a little bit of spoiler. Traveling through the multiverse, creating a everything bagel that will eventually devour the multiverse, just to get to the conclusion that you know life's tough sometimes. But as long as you have someone you love, it's okay. And, you know, a mother will always love her daughter no matter what, basically. Yeah. Or at least that's in this case. it? <laughs> yeah. That's it? Basically, yes. <coughs> it's it's two hours and 19 minutes long. Yeah. Felt like this... at least two and a half or more. Yeah, because. Unlike uh, Doctor Strange, which is actually shorter. It's like two hours and 15 or something. Something, yeah. It, it's um, a few minutes shorter. Yeah, but this one doesn't have 10 minutes of, of credits. It's a pretty regular size credits roll. Yeah. Like f- maybe five minutes. So this one is, I'm pretty sure, actually longer than <laughs> Doctor Strange. Actual film time, yes. Yeah, actually, yeah, ex- exactly. Um, and I'm just, just like with Doctor Strange, I'm amazed that you really need to create a multiverse to tell the story of Love Conquers All. Like, are you fucking kidding me? See, You're creating a multiverse to tell the <laughs> simplest story ever? Yeah, that's like, a bit stupid. Yeah. I, I, and I, also I, very <laughs> predictable, to be honest. Yeah. Because as know, soon as they showed us that there was one, like, they showed us the, the silhouette of the main bad guy. Tupac, yeah. Tupac, Chewbacca. I don't remember what they called her. I don't remember, yeah, something. They changed the name every time also because it was a weird name that no one could remember. I, I want to say tapioca, but I don't know. Um, 
as soon as I saw the shape, I was like, yeah, that's the daughter. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I, I that didn't is one hundred percent the daughter. <laughs> you figure <laughs> no. out pretty quickly because they kind of they kind of showed pretty quickly. Yeah, but like before they showed it, I was like, yeah, that's the daughter. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, I I'm just amazed that because this movie, the I, um, the whole multiverse part of it, like the, I guess the second act, um, and yeah. part of the first act, was just like a mess. And I and you know and that that's the way everyone you know portrays the multiverse I suppose because there's an infinite number of universes that are infinitely large so you know in order to make it feel infinite and super big you gotta just cram as much as you can in yeah. there. It's you know everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. The thing is, sure, for a few minutes that's kind of cool, but after like 10, 15 minutes you're like. All right, so move on. Do something yeah. else now. Like especially, this is, this, is, this is just spectacle. Especially since they keep reusing the same other universes. For me, it yeah. would have made more sense if they just kept adding new ones instead. So we can't like, we can't go back to the fucking, the fucking sausage fingers. <laughs> dumbest fingers. Dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Dumbest yeah, thing I've ever seen, except hey, at, at for the least... fact, perhaps, that they threw in sex toys. What? With the hot dog fingers? No, 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 no. In oh, the, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. thinking it... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was in the regular universe, or the one that where we started in? Yeah, they had they had the uh, the IRS uh, like Employee of the Month rewards were shaped as butt plugs. Yeah, and then you had a fight with dildos. Yeah. But that was, you know, she turned uh, nightsticks into dildos. It was just uh, like either why? way, either way. Um, but you can't keep adding, like, new universes. Because then you have to build, like, imagine how many sets and costumes they would have to build. Like, they didn't even do well, that in Doctor Strange. So, you know, you, well, they don't, obviously don't have the budget to do, like, 58,000 different universes. See, the thing is, regarding the multiverses, you don't actually have to have that big of a difference between the ones you connect? No. A couple of them should be weird, but the rest should just be, like, slightly different. Which, yeah, because you know, she made I, I, one other choice. She picked the red pepper instead of the green one. She yeah. fucking jaywalked at one point. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. It doesn't sure. have to be more difficult, more complicated than that. Sure. The one where she decided not to go with her, her uh, husband husband or boyfriend at the time, yeah. Yeah, and she ended up either being um, in the one she was one a movie when, star. Yeah, in the one where she, she a movie star, or the one where she ended up in a relationship fell. with the IRS lady. Oh yeah, that one too, or the one where she <laughs> fell and got blind. Oh yeah, <sighs> like sure, that's that's yeah, fine. But, but you also don't 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 make because the one yeah, where she becomes a movie star is like part of the main plot somehow. Yeah, because. That's, it's that's... not just one of the the places she goes to gather experience. No, well, that's because you know she she is gathering experience, but you know, sure, uh, information, not just you know, oh, I can fight emotional or, oh. experience. I suppose. Yeah, exactly. That, 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 yeah, I think that's that's good. 
but and also the whole thing when you're doing in when you're doing in a multiverse, there is you know infinite universes with infinite possibilities. So you have to add some weird ones. Sure. You got to sure. do the hot dog fingers. You got to do the the pinata one. You know. Yeah. Or like you know in, in strange the the cartoon one or um, yeah. the color. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, <laughs> to kind of to kind of represent everything. Sure, here. definitely. So I, I, don't, I don't see a problem with that. I just, I just felt like they added too much weight to some of the other universes, and that confused me to think like, where is this actually taking place? In which timeline? It's where are we? Taking place everywhere, all at once. Yeah, I suppose that's, that's literally what it, what it, where it takes place, because she becomes, you know, um, one of those. She becomes as the main baddie. She becomes one of those that um, she experiences everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Unless other, unlike other people who can, you know, only some people can jump between the multiverses. Yeah. Or between the universes, whatever. Um, so th- that's fine. What what I what I what I think is like pointless is is like this movie did not have to be two hours. We didn't need like. F- 15 fight scenes like it at, at one point it just became a marvel movie everyone was just punching everybody yep what i did like however about that was that you know when the third act sort of started they actually did exactly what we talked about in uh dr strange discussion or dr strange episode um they actually stopped someone yelled stop please stop fighting can we just talk? And then they yes. talked. And I was like, oh. That like was a bit refreshing. That, <laughs> yeah. Before that, there was like almost an hour of just running around different universes, jumping, running, fighting. And yeah, you got a headache and I almost felt it. My, my brain shut off. Oh yeah, like, mine too. I was yeah. dozing off at times because I could not focus. My brain there was literally th- shut off. Like there was no point to all the fighting. Like that is that was just excess it didn't you know it didn't forward the story like you, you, it, it was it was so much excess just to show what they could do like and i understand that, that they wanted to have a conflict because no one had stopped to make sure well to understand what this bad person was trying to do which was sure technically just talk to her mother but that could have been like but that could have been 20, 20 minutes. minutes yeah 25 just a hammer an hour home. Yeah, exactly. It was basically an hour of pure fighting. And just running around and then little small moments where they, you know, get back to the, you know, the main universe yeah. so to speak and you Or know. you had like a snippet of them she's flashing into some other universe where she's a chef. And yeah. the whole raccoon which for some reason was translated into fox for us. Yeah, for Ratatouille, Ravatouille. You can't. You know, I suppose we can, you can't say Tvetjonatouille. No, I guess not. In Swedish, <laughs> raccoon does not sound like raccoon in Swedish. It's Tvetbjorn, wash bear. Yeah, literally wash bear. You know, is sound weird. So they had to Foxatouille yeah, and, worked better in Swedish. Ravatouille and rat, sort of like and Ratatouille. Rotta is basically the same. I'm just gonna you know move my cat one second. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. That's always going to happen with, you know, with subtitles. Yeah, um, and, it just and, confused and, me. It was like, fox? What the fuck do you mean and fox? That's not a fox, it's a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure, sure. Um, 
side that was just a side note that was weird yeah. that was weird use of of that actor because i recognize him from something yeah he was in i've seen him in a couple of things now he was in that dumb jimmy yang christmas movie rom-com christmas movie with uh, the girl whatever her name is her harry shoom jr I no, I know him from um, Crazy, Crazy Rich Asians, Shadowhunters, the 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 show, Step Up he, Two, and Glee. He did something like recently. He did that um, that catfish Tinder Christmas movie, which was pretty bad, where he played like the brother. Um, oh he, right, he did, what was that called? I don't remember. I I, I watched it once, and I never watched it again. So I don't know, but I, I recognized him. Yeah. yeah, he gets weird small parts for some reason. Yeah, and he was in something else. I don't remember. I don't really care. I, and I, yeah, that that was just that entire sequence or universe where she was a chef. Was just, I don't know. It just fucking blew my mind. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and bothered me, I suppose. <laughs> for the for the most part, all the different universes they added something to the plot or something to the story. Um, yes, but it was it was just too much. And like I said, when you're just gonna reach the conclusion that you know, just you know, focus on what's good in life and it'll be okay. You know, yeah, love, and you know, love is nice. It's, it's just like family gotta... might be difficult sometimes, but deep down inside, they do love you. You just need to, you know. Stop and talk about it. Yeah, which is, and I'm they glad have the they issue even in the beginning that they didn't talk. Even though she wasn't traveling through universes, she was still too busy to talk. Yeah, obviously. exactly. It was just a movie about being busy. Yeah, she had everything everywhere all at once. She, you know, she had the the she had to take care of her dad. She had to take care of his birthday party. She had to take care of all the receipts for the auditing. She had, she had to, to take care, care of, of the, the laundry place, the laundromat that they run. Yeah, she was the, cooking and cleaning and doing all the things. Yeah, it was at everything once. all at once. Ha ha ha. Yeah, but uh, but I I don't see why you need to make it into a sci-fi two two and a half hour sci-fi movie just to explain that you know yeah life's tough but just if we calm down because you know we can who, help each other who would go and watch a movie about an aging i suppose uh, a mid- uh, middle-aged least, plus yes, that's silly middle-aged middle-aged chinese immigrant couple running a laundromat and having a lot on their plate well a lot of people we, we were in a, we were in a Relatively small theater, <laughs> but it was packed. Yeah, but I think they went and saw it because oh, it's a multiverse thing. I I think this is actually one of those movies where word of mouth has kind of spread and that it's a good movie, which is that's good. And it this is the kind of movie, yeah, you know, sure I didn't love it, but you know, I would recommend it sort of because uh. it's you know it's it's a movie that you know popcorn people, popcorn munchers can actually enjoy because it's a bunch of spectacles and special effects and fighting. You know, it's not just, you know, two people sitting in a room talking about how they're too busy to to love each other, which what this movie should have been. But, you know, that's just me. Um, Yeah. But it's also a bit too much for some people, probably. It it was too much. Yeah, I, I think it was too much. But I'm wondering, because... Multiverses is a big thing now. We, I mean, sure, it's it's like uh, a year and a half old now, but we have, of course, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yes. Um, which kind of, I guess, started the multiverse trend. Um, at least so. the modern multiverse trend. Yeah. Um, and then we had Spider-Man No Way Home this winter, last winter or whatever, 2021 winter. Um, and then, yeah, 
Doctor Strange, and uh, we had, uh, I, I guess you, you can call Loki a multiverse show. I think on so. Disney Plus. They do like timelines, but it's basically a multiverse thing. I don't know. I didn't yeah, and the it. What it was... If series as well. Yeah, you know. So multiverse is very popular. It's been um, a thing especially with for a Marvel while, stuff. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and then I mean, even before movie the movies, now. it existed in the comic books, as far as I know. Well, yeah, yeah, and like multiverse has been a theory for decades. Yeah. Um, in in uh, in real life. Um, but I'm wondering, like, it's at this point, especially with these two movies, it almost feels like a crutch because this, to me, it felt like you know. The, the way the way everyone was annoyed at all the explosions in the Transformers movies. Yeah. Like, it's it's just a bunch of spectacle to make you go, ah, ooh, whoa, oh, it's sensory dis- overload. Yeah, so it's, it's to distract, well, hello, focus. There we go. It's to, um, yeah, it's to add toddler effect, you know? Movement yeah. and colors, because that's you go, ooh, still, whoa. yeah, that's, yeah. oh, things. Yeah, when 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 it's really just a story about people who need to sit down and talk, and that's I, I don't I don't remember into the Spider Verse. That one was literally a sensory overload for me. I had to turn it off. Um, Wait, it was that's... a good movie. What I watched, but I couldn't finish it. Like my my old boomer brain was like, ah, and I had to that's, shut it off. That that so I don't was know the the first animated one, right? That came out yeah. re- like a few years ago. Yeah. I don't think I finished it. We had Miles Morales it. and Peter J. Parker and then Spider-Man Noir and Spider-Ham. And, you know, and the lady. What the hell are you doing, guys? Yeah, Gwen Stacy as Spider-Lady yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't think I finished that one because it got too complicated and too weird and I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. I kind of have the same attitude towards this one. It's just too much. Yeah. I don't yeah. care anymore. Like, I, I keep... I, I think I've brought it up a bunch of times when we talk about, like... or Maybe I'm just remembering wrong, but... I think, you know, when telling a story like this about people kind of falling out of love because of life and all the struggles in life... Like, you can do it in the simplest way possible. Uh, in You know, prime example being marriage story. Oh, yeah. Story is like one of the best movies I've seen in many, many years. It was so good, so well written, and it's literally just actors sitting in rooms talking to each other. Yeah. But there's so much going on, you know, in those discussions, in those rooms. It's just in the way they like look at each other and talk to each other. It's insane how much that movie made me feel. Um, I, to be honest, have not seen it. Oh my god, you need to watch it. It's, it's like, on the list. It's uh, come on. It's it it should be bumped up at least oh, like yeah, sure. a couple of spaces. I'll see whenever I have time, you know. <laughs> Can't be uh, everywhere every time all at once. Yeah. Um <laughs> and then you have a movie like this which you know kind of, you know, not the same thing cuz that's about like accepting that you fall out of love. This movie is about, you know, realizing that, you know, love is good, you know? Yeah. You know. Uh, Appreciating what simpler. you have. Yeah, it's if anything, it's even simpler. But it still has to turn into these this universe-jumping, super-duper action spectacle movie. Like, yeah. come on! If you're gonna do that... 
maybe this is like going as what I've talked about before. <laughs> yeah, like do something more exciting then. Like make it a proper sci-fi movie where you like explore the possibilities of the multiverse. Have, Don't just have it as, you know, a, a framework for love is good. You know what we haven't had in a while? A scientist movie about stuff yeah. like this. Like, add the scientists. Yeah, I was I was thinking of, um, I was like, thinking of when we talked about this, because it's kind of similar. Um, Interstellar. Yeah. It's, it's almost 10 years. That's oh insane. God. Yeah. It's t- Next year, it's 10 years old. And that's a movie where, literally, once again, they say that love is, like, the one thing that transcends time and space. It's yeah. literally the same thing as here, like, love. Love conquers all. But that's not the only thing the movie, like, is about. Ha- hangs itself on. No. Like, they, they, f- they figure out um, how to use love to, 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 um, to, like, contact each other through time and space. They, love is not just the end goal. Love becomes a tool. And you, you, they actually, like, go into detail on some of the, like, dimension hopping that they do in that one. Yeah. When he is, when he is like, sort of outside of our three dimensions in that Tesseract towards the end. Yeah. And he manages to, to um, contact his daughter. By throughout pushing her the life. books. Yeah, pushing the books and pushing the, the clock, or watch and everything. Yeah. Um, their love is the driving force, but it's, you know, the, the, the plot is still him trying to save Earth. Oh, yeah. Um, which, which is, you know, because Earth is dying, and, you know, and in the end, saving Earth is leaving Earth, it turns out, you know, just like they said in the beginning, because they, <laughs> they create that Dyson Sphere thing where they are in the, in the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, so even if the whole love thing is a little cheesy in that movie, at least they have something else. And it's not just spectacle. There is, you know, substance to the spectacle. Yes. That's what these also, movies need. Also, the spectacle is actually fantastic and not just messy. I mean, this was yes. still good because I oh, need to yeah. get into that. The the special effects and the the how they presented the multiverse and oh. and the, the traveling and all the like things. Great job! Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant use of special effects. Yes. And On top creative. of that being the fact that they had a smaller budget than what we're used to nowadays. and Much smaller. A much, and a much smaller, smaller team, team. Yeah. working on the special effects. That's like but- award only for that, basically. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, like, Oscars being what they are, whatever. This should be nominated for, like, some effects, you know, t- technical Oscars. Yes. It's so well made. Um, yes. And, I mean, all the other... Technical uh, aspects of it, but like like sound, uh, cinematography, it was just wardrobe. War- yeah, oh, yeah, it was a very good looking movie, a very well made movie. Everything about this I- movie, except for the story, <laughs> was spot yeah. on. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, that's why I couldn't really. I didn't. I don't hate this movie. I no. actually liked it. It's just a little much. Yeah. Um, you need but to I be want- like well fed, well, well hydrated, and prepared. <laughs> To be able to watch it, <laughs> yeah, because um, it's a journey. But, yeah, but I I want to talk a little bit about why some people, you know, a lot of like film Twitter letterboxed people, um, you know, cinephiles, ah. um, have given this like like f- you know 
top top score, like perfect score, ten out of ten, five out of five. You know, um, there's this guy who he has a kind of a small following. He has a couple of like videos that made well or made a lot of got a lot of views, but he's called the Fake Critic. I think he's very good. He does he does good video essays. Um, but he, I think he's the one. Sorry if I'm mis misquoting him here, but I think he said that it's like it might be the best movie ever made. And it's just like. I want to talk about that because a bunch of people, like you know, you know, video essays, like I said, letterbox people, have been calling this the best movie ever, or very good at least. Uh, um, on a technical aspect, yes, sure. Story and in all in all, no, it's 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 a bit of a mess. Yeah, let me bring up some of the reviews just just so we can read them because um, there are some uh, like here. <laughs> well, that's just a, a funny review. But Carson Runquist, which is a uh, a YouTuber, pretty 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 good YouTuber, he gave it four to five and called it easily one of the top five movies about taxes. Well, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, fun. give you that. Um, I'll give you that. <laughs> um, uh, what else? I saw someone else. Oh, this is gonna take too long now. Um, <laughs> Prepare. You should have prepared. I should have prepared. I suppose. Let's see if we can find some else. Um. He, yeah, here. Well, no. Yeah. Uh, it was the alien. Five out of five. The colossal undertaking it must have been to create this movie is hard to imagine. Yeah, sure, I agree with that. Beautifully filmed and edited. Perfect music. Hilarious. Poignant. Endlessly creative. This movie is everything. One of the best ever made. You know. Yeah. Um. Let's see if there's someone else that you that we re- recognize. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna look too long. But then I, I, uh, someone that I just follows here, um, gave it a five out of five. Called it, this is the best movie ever made, and then there's a link to something, oh, whatever. Yeah, um, I'm scrolling through oh, user re- reviews on IMDb. A lot of them are like uh, best film of 2022 or the 2020s. Fantastic. Yeah. Great acid trip. Don't do drugs. Just watch this movie. Perfect yeah. title for this movie. Agreed. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. one, one that that kind of um, kind of bothers me is the most original film ever made. Yeah. It's 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 literally it's just not, the Matrix though. slash Doctor Strange slash Marriage Story, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not original. It's not. I mean. The look and style, yes, but the concept, it's no. not very like they reached the the like the most worn out you know premise ever in movies like love like there's nothing unique about that no you, that your movie is about love 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 though love <laughs> not Aww. even not even having to travel through time and space to I guess find love again isn't original. We've seen that before. Yeah, we've seen that before, and we've seen it done better. Yeah. And let's then get to why I think people say this is... We already touched upon that, but why people say this is the best movie ever. Honestly, I think they're just being blinded by all the cool special effects. This oh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flashing this lights. Is literally, this is literally indie Transformers. Yeah. Like, you have a super simple story... That you could have told in like an hour twenty, and it could have all taken place in that laundromat, basically, and maybe the yeah. IRS o- office. Yeah. Because it's just about like, you know, 
finding happiness in the situation you're in right now. That's literally it. Like, falling back in love with your husband. Realizing that while you just think he's an idiot and ruins everything, it turns out he's actually, like, there in in the background... Um, always cheering you on, always helping you. Yeah, and you just you you're not you're just too busy to, to realize because you have everything going on at at, at once. You know? And so when you, know, you slow down, you realize that. And you know, same thing with your daughter. Exactly. If you just slow down and look at your daughter, and maybe you can realize that just because she's different doesn't mean she's not me. Not exactly what I she's, love. Yeah, she's she's literally like she finds out like she's literally like me in the end. We're both yeah. kind of like. Stubborn and, and uh, yeah, stubborn. <laughs> yeah, like that's it. She's just a lesbian and has tattoos. That's the only difference. Yeah, <laughs> which and, I guess and, comes with modern times sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I don't know. Like I, less, less is more. But it feels like even you know, and that's that's something. That's why we love smaller movies. But now. I'm not going to say this is going to start a trend. No. But, you know, this was the antithesis of less is more. This was more is more, 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 basically. Yeah. And you don't need that. No. Uh, I mean, again, what they did eventually ended up being pretty cool. Yeah. But I I wish they would have applied it to a more intricate and, I guess... Not deeper, but but more complicated storyline. Yeah. Um, Give it more of a reason to have all this, whatever they called it, verse jumping or whatever. Yeah. Hopping. I don't remember. Um, Instead of it being just, you know, coming to a realization that you could have come to by literally just stopping and talking. Yeah. like Have it be... I don't know, a being that you can't just stop and talk to, that you have to stop at a specific place and time. You have to have a specific set of skills to be able to stop it. Yeah. Not just, you know, <coughs> talking with your normal human voice yeah. to your normal human daughter who just happens to be very good at verse jumping in one yeah. universe. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I mean, they should have... You know, just to make the plot, not the story, we talked about this. Story is the same as themes, you know, and plot is what's actually happening in the movie. Yeah. You know, the surface level stuff. Have, you know, I thought they should have elaborated more on the fact that in the Alpha universe, which, or the Alpha verse, or whatever they call it, the one yeah. where they, they developed they verse developed jumping. The, yeah, the technology. Yeah. In that universe, um, our main character, I don't remember, Evelyn. Yes. Um, uh, she's the one who kind of, well, I guess her husband figures it out, Waymond, but she's the she's the genius he talks about, and she's the one that, that trains other people in verse jumping. But it's also her then that drives her daughter insane because she can't really she's not strong enough for whatever to to actually take the the mental strain that it takes well to do verse jumping. That's why she, she like broke and became that bad guy. She was strong enough to do it, but then her mother kept pushing it. Sure, Other people yeah. died, she just broke. Yeah, sure, yeah. So I guess she was stronger, but yeah, she broke and became a bad guy. Yeah, because you went that too far. That, 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 you know, couldn't, you know, she couldn't discern the different universes. She was everywhere and everything all at once. You know? Yes. That, so, she, you know, she was this tormented person.
person, which is interesting. I yeah. just wish they had elaborated a bit on that and elaborate. I mean, that's supposed. I mean, that's supposed to be like um, the pressure we put on our children. Sometimes it's too much, and we don't we don't see it because you know. Sure, it's all under the surface, basically. Yeah, but like once again, did you have to travel to several different universes to get to the to get to the end point that is maybe we shouldn't push them too hard and let them figure themselves out? Which I do like how they portrayed that a little bit with the daughter, with all the crazy costumes that she wore. Yeah. All the trying to, I guess, find herself within yeah. all this craziness by like, you trying know, like out Like teenagers different... do. I mean, yeah. she, she's older now, but they definitely like got separated more during her teenage years. Yeah. Because we see the scenes from, you know, the, the base universe. There's this quick clip where we see her oh, in yeah. classic like 2005 emo look. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we get it. They just exaggerated that with all the multiverses and all yeah, the everything exactly. everywhere. She couldn't, yeah, like, you know, like Amazing teenagers. costumes. Yeah, <laughs> just sure. She couldn't teenage figure style out who over she was. The top. <laughs> yeah. So, I like that aspect, but again, you didn't really, like, I don't know, just have her be an overdramatic teen in real life instead. Yeah. But then you know, instead of the whoa, magic jump thing. But then people the maybe difference. wouldn't have gone and seen it if it was just. No, that's what I said before. If it was just a movie about a family trying to realize why they love each other. Yeah. I don't know. I probably wouldn't have seen it because I'm not a big fan of just dramas. Yeah. I mean, that, but... more now than I was before. Yes. But. Uh, I don't know if this would have enticed me enough if there wasn't those scenes in the um, trailer where she was a chef and then she was a musician or a movie star and then she could do kung fu and then uh, all of a sudden there is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis running around in a yellow turtleneck (sighs) being all weird. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But then, you know... However... Those parts of the trailer did not tell me anything of the family drama we would be uh, no, it was just showing to. You, it was just showing you the spectacle. Yes. So I would have been fine with just watching the spectacle without the family drama as well. Yeah. Which Though, is... I don't know what that kind of movie would have been. It would have just been hopping well, around, I'll, I suppose. I'll tell you exactly what movie that would have been. Because that movie was made last year or the year before. Um, and it, it, even, it even had to do with Chinese-American immigrants. It's called Minari, and it was a oh. wonderful movie. Um, Did you watch that much one yet? better than this. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's literally the same movie because it's about them uh, uh, leaving. I guess they, they're they're Korean, they're not Chinese. Um, but they they go to America, and they're gonna start a farm, and they're gonna grow, you know, um, Korean slash Asian vegetables. You know, they're, they're, it's a, it's a whole new market. You know, they'll be the yeah. only one selling it. And it's about the struggles of running your own business and, you know, how stressful it is and how that takes toll on your family, your, you know, your your spouse, your children. There's even, you know, the elderly, they have a grandma and that instead of a grandpa, you know, yes. and that being another um, stress uh, thing, stress moment, whatever you call it in English. Stressful, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, thing. Another yeah. thing, just yeah. another thing on top of another um, thing. And how that, like, literally their lives collapse because it's too much. They can't handle it. But in the... Spoilers for Minaris, but in the, then in the end, you know, all they really need is each other. 
But that movie is, once again, it's a series of scenes where they talk about this and show us, you know, through their work with the farm and their house. They live in, like, a double-wide trailer. Um, They show the struggles. Yeah. And it's very, like, heartfelt. It's warm. It's sad. It's happy. Um, And there's just the little things. Like, in the end... Um, how they survive, and I won't spoil that, but you know, it's even in the name, because the name is a vegetable, whatever, um, and it's so, it's so quaint, and it's so subtle, and it's, oh, it's, chef's kiss, that, that's like, you know, that's a scalpel, this was 15 sledgehammers, yes, trying to make a precision cut, <laughs> telling a yeah. story about love, yeah, you know, and it's Wood just cutting like, axes. <laughs> everything, Everywhere, all at once. Yeah. I know, so I know. I'll give you that one. The title is very fitting. <laughs> very fitting. Very fitting. Even the fucking poster is very fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 also fitting in the way that it is just too much. Yeah. And to go back to that, then that's my biggest problem with this is like, it's like the mainstream mainstream dumb spectacle movies gonna start infecting like indie films or smaller like films kino film you know i i i are, are, are they are they are they like this in a couple of years are they gonna the make waters. are they gonna make a story about a, a family that you know they it's it's about keeping your family together but they do it through drag racing <laughs> You know, oh no! You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I That's, hope not. Yeah. I hope like, this was dipping your toes in and realizing that, yeah, it's fun, but we need to work on this idea before we keep doing it. <laughs> Is the next Paul Thomas Anderson movie gonna be about you know? Uh, it's gonna be about capitalism and, and heartlessness, but it's in space. I mean, that could be kind of cool. You could do like a... Um, oh no, what's his name? Huh? The rich dude in Mass Effect 2. Uh, the Elusive Man? Yes. <laughs> it could be a movie about the Elusive Man. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I know it's going to be mean. like a spectrum. It's like when they did... Um, do you remember Ad Astra from like four years ago? Uh, no, 2019. The Brad Pitt in space movie. Brad Pitt is lo- lonely and sad in space. Uh... Yeah, remember it? <laughs> Did I watch that? Yeah, I think we maybe no, you saw it as well. I think so. Maybe you didn't. Maybe I saw it by myself. Ah, whatever. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Yeah, I saw that. I think. Yeah, and it was just so much of him just basically driving across desert plains of sorts, right? Yeah. Well, no, nah, he was driving in a. Riding in a spaceship through space. Also, but didn't he, like, but drive he... a very long sequence when he was driving across, like, the moon or something? Yeah, they're on the moon, and that's what one of the cool action scenes, because they get attacked by moon pirates. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, it's a movie about, like, mankind, you know, they, they ruin everything, and, like, loneliness is, is, is dangerous, you know, it can drive a man insane. Did, and, you know, it's basically the same story as... Uh, Joseph Conrad's in the Heart of Darkness, aka Apocalypse Now. Yeah, but they went to space to tell that story. Like, do you need to go to space to tell that story? I mean, it, it adds an element of loneliness because no one can hear you in space. Yeah, but hey, 
have we you, had that you, a few other space movies about that <laughs> yeah do you remember do you remember that scene in castaway oh yeah when he when he manages to finally he climbs up that that the one mountain peak on the island yeah and so so he can you know he he wants to see if he can like see any ships any shipping lanes so maybe there's an island and he just realizes there's nothing there's just but water. ocean around him and it realizes that you know because of the currents there's waves basically like as a there's a wall of water around him so he's yeah. all alone yeah like we don't need to go to space. We 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 have we have explored about two percent of the oceans on yeah, our planet. Exactly. You could make you could make Ad Astra, but just call it, hey, hey Subnautica. Hey, you're <laughs> gonna be the same story, but you don't have to go to space. Yeah. And I mean, we like I said, we already have a bunch of other space movies about that. We have the one with Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Where silence is literally a character. Yeah, and because and you know she what? is so alone. Yeah, and you know what? That movie, that that movie is just about. It's literally a movie about letting go. Basically, you know, death and rebirth. Yes. It's it's her accepting that her child died. Yeah. And moving on. It's the simplest of stories, but we put it in it's, space. It's yeah, it's in space, but it's clever. Oh my god, yes, that is a clever usage of this extra special thing that space is. Yeah. And and when when you're oh, in the I need end, to you're watch like, that movie what? Again. Yeah, when you're in the end, you, you, they don't just they don't just say like, well, now I am strong enough to move on. I know my daughter is dead, and I mourn her, of course, but I am also glad that I can move on now. They don't say that. No. They show it. Um, and also you have a kick-ass space adventure. Um, just you know, the 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 plot is a kick-ass space adventure. <laughs> Yeah. The story is about death and rebirth, um, and it's subtle in its in its imagery. It's clever, not always. Some of the stuff is a little like on the nose, but for the most part, it's clever. And it's this also is very beautiful. Very beautiful. This is everything, everywhere, all at once. Is not clever. No, because when we get to the point, it's like, oh, that's it. Yeah, oh. it's it's kind of messy. I think is the best yeah. description. And but... also, also. <laughs> to- <laughs> Like we said, if you want to make a big story like that, make it about something else than just yes. love. The simple story. Like we said, gravity. It's about it's about love, loss, death, rebirth, moving on. Uh, it's about you know finding finding you know the strength to move on from something you think is gonna you know basically gonna kill you. Yeah. Which you know literally and figuratively in yes. the movie. Um, the- Movies where you go through the entire chain of grieving and not just, oh, my friend died and now I'm happy again. Yeah. Or, or something more recent. Um, my, I'm pretty sure at this point it's my favorite movie of the year. <sighs> uh, it might be my favorite movie. Um, the Northman. Oh. Like, <laughs> not spectacle I, on the same level. I but thought it's definitely, you were going to say another movie. <laughs> no. But definitely, you know, spectacle. I mean, yes. Yes. There is, you know, sword fights and and monsters and oh, uh, yes. so much violence and blood and you know lava and witches and you know yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magical creatures and all yeah. that. But in the end, you know, in the end, it is you know how love conquers hate. But it's <laughs> yes. also about more. It's about more. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is commentary on Viking culture in general. We talked about that oh, yes. before we saw the movie. We talked a little bit about it because I I saw it for the third time the other day. Um, and it's also it's also about you know 
like uh, vengeance and how you know the cla- that's another classic you know if if you're you know what's it called if you're something for vengeance you dig two graves whatever whatever uh, you know? yeah yeah I know what you the mean. whole thing that revenge never pays it off never anymore. actually ends yeah. up being a good choice because you yeah. end up either being just as bad or you die with them yeah basically and the whole thing and the whole thing which is a big thing and you know cultures like that like honor versus oh, yes. love yeah and and what what you know what you choose in the end and and even then you know because it's kind of simple but they even do something clever with that where he manages to choose both yeah in a, in, way. In a very in a very satisfactory way yeah and See, they also don't they also don't stop in the end and say well <laughs> I, I, yeah I'll spoil it because we've already done a spoiler cast oh yeah um like well he chose love when he when he when he went on the boat with me, my, his new his new love, and you know she was she was pregnant, and you know we were gonna his his uh, lineage would would go on. But he also chose honor when he went back to save his family from his you know evil uncle. Yeah, didn't have to say that. He just re- he just said like, I gotta go back. I choose both. He just did it instead. Yeah. I and thought, then, however, that you were going to talk about Pig, how Pig goes through all well, the stages of, of of mourning and and oh yeah, coming to terms and depth and complexity. Holy shit! Yes, but Holy still shit. having beautiful imagery and 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 clever camera work and more, just more than just being a conversation or. You know, flashy imagery and a conversation. Yeah, where every everything works works towards uh, telling the story. Yes, and moving everything forward in the right direction. Yeah, something as subtle as him uh, being dirty the entire movie, but in the literal last scene, he washes his hands, mm-hmm. and that's a that's an ongoing thing that he gets dirtier and dirtier. I mean, he walks around half the movie with the blood caked hair because yeah. he does not give a fuck about himself he lets himself <laughs> be beaten up because he he's he, he doesn't feel human anymore a- a- any shred of humanity he had died with his with his wife or whatever she was yeah wife yeah and more figurative well more literally than when the pig disappeared <laughs> yeah. representation of losing his wife is the Which, pig yeah, being never kidnapped that. like yeah the Pig represents his wife? Yeah, Jeez. well, it represents <laughs> the loss of love. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Which is so deep and so beautiful. Yeah. And we are and so that, off the topic now, though. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Because there's not much to say about everything everywhere all at once. Other than, yeah, it's a lot. Cool effects. But in the end, it's uh, like... Oh. I, f- I, okay, I feel like movie. we should mention... The acting a little bit. Sure, yeah. Oh, and we can talk about the aging Chinese immigrant description. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All the acting was spot on. I think everyone oh, yes. was great. Maybe yes. the daughter was a little. <laughs> well, but that's more the character. Maybe a- perhaps the teenager character. I can't take that. Also, for some reason, I I got like, I there is one other actress. Now I don't know if where either of them are from, but they look a lot alike. But she has been signed on to Netflix, I think. <laughs> uh-huh. She's in the All the Boys I Loved Before movies. Oh, I, yeah. I, you know, I know of them. I haven't seen You them. know the face, right? Uh, I guess, yeah. They look very much alike. And I just felt like they wanted her 
but they got this one instead. Or I have no reference point, so yeah, I guess. I know, I don't know. <laughs> I just, that's, I don't know if that's, that's the point or whatever, but that's the feeling I got. And I, perhaps she is this one, what we have here, um, I don't remember her name. Stephanie Sue. Yeah. She's like a budget version, I guess. Even though the other one is not a great <laughs> actress either, so. I'm just being rude here. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. The daughter is the lesser... I suppose of the actors. Yeah, yeah. Michelle, Michelle. Partially Yo. script, partially acting. Not yeah, sure. yeah. Exactly. Like I said the character doesn't help either. You know. No. But yeah, Michelle Yeoh and Kiwi Kwan are fucking amazing in this oh, movie. Oh yes, they're great, and it's fun. I, I know a lot of people already mentioned that, but I, I gotta mention as well um, to see Kiwi Kwan. I'm sorry if I'm mis mis mis. Uh, the man who played the husband? Yeah, the husband. Waymond, with a Waymond. W, not an R. <laughs> yeah, which I thought they just made a racist mistake in the in the subtitling, but no, his name is Waymond. Yeah. Um, he is kind of, you know, took some time off acting. Oh. Uh, because he was, yeah, he was like, maybe, yeah, maybe you're a little too young. I mean, I'm too young for it also, but, you know, he, he played... I, I always remember him as Short Round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You know, no time for love, is, Dr. Jones. Is that, that him? That's him, yeah. Oh my god. And he was Data in The Goonies, which is a movie I don't like, but whatever. Oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's a very famous movie. So he did a lot of stuff in the 80s, but then I guess, you know, acting wasn't really his thing. I think the the last thing he did... Oh yeah, he's in. I think he's in one scene in Encino Man. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, but then... From 2002, we did a movie called Second Time Around. I don't know what that is. He didn't do anything until 2021 when he did Finding Ohana, which is that... Oh, it's a Netflix movie. Okay. So he just, you know, did something else. And it's it's nice to see him, you know, return to, to acting and not just be, you know... Uh, but that's because of the time we live in. But still, um, <laughs> being cast as, like, you know, stereotypical, you know... You know, let's let's laugh at his bad um, uh, Chinese accent. You know, character. He was, he's an actual side character. Yeah, he's an actual character here. Yes. And then let's talk about the way they describe um, <laughs> the des- description to, to, on on IMDb, saying an aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure. What is nowhere th- in this movie except for one comment, which is unfounded. <laughs> Does race play into this? I think. No. I mean, it's it's you know. It is it is the one thing, yeah, where she's like, I think the IRS woman just hates us because we're Chinese. Yeah. That's the one time they. But mention I think she's it. also just saying that because her receipts are not in order, so she needs to blame someone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Um, and of course there is a lot of like you know Chinese culture in the movie, and yeah, a lot of the dialogue is in Chinese when they talk. Yeah, to each other, yeah. which makes sense because you know. They're Chinese immigrants. They're gonna speak their mother tongue for the most part. Of course, part. yeah. Especially uh, like that's. But if you kept speaking it to your parents, you her English yeah. is perfect kind of thing. Yeah, we get it. Exactly. That's and James Hong barely speaks English. He doesn't speak. English. I mean, in the movie, so you know they have to keep speaking Chinese or Mandarin. Sorry, uh, but that doesn't really play in. There's no like There's... you know social commentary angle where you know. 
Except for, I guess, suppose that one sentence, which yeah, is also like... that's a throwaway thing. They threw that in just because. Yeah, and then, you know... Honestly, if you want some to of the... Pick, they, make, they, they, they have a throwaway racist line about Jews as well, because yeah, they call true. Jenny Slate a big nose. <laughs> true. Or, oh, she has a big nose. Um, Honestly, they kind of overdid the Chinese immigrant stereotype. With having them have a laundromat and a laundry service shop is like, I mean, yeah, that's I guess I guess the stereotype is a stereotype because it actually exists. But also, did it have a plot point? Is is there a reason for it to the story? Really, or could it have been, I don't know, a Jewish family having a fucking deli shop or? Uh, I don't know. I can't think of any other stereotypes for some reason. Uh, Latin American with a bodega. I don't know. Yeah. Uh. Like the 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 race of the family, the origin of the family, and the actual workplace have anything to do with the actual story of loving your family and having a lot on your plate? No. No, but I think you know. They chose. They chose an Asian family. I don't know why they chose it. Um, is I know. I know one of the Daniels is. I was Asian. about to say that is Dan Kwan perhaps Asian and has yeah. some sort of like this is Parsh- partially, partially by, maybe based maybe. by his yeah. family and or also, whatever. But I also want to talk about that. How you know stereotypes? I, I'm I'm very confused by stereotypes because most of the time it's a bad thing when you use stereotypes. Yes. But here, yeah, it's a very stereotypical Chinese family. She's, you know, the the grumpy Chinese lady who's like says, No no shoes in, in, in dryer. If it breaks, you pay. Yeah. Like, like I I can see another universe where this movie would be called racist. But because but here it isn't? I don't know. I don't know when ra- I don't know when a stereotype is good and when a stereotype is bad. So I'm just not gonna mention it because I don't know. I don't know yeah, when this is a good I stereotype. I mean, we're we're white, so <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's can't super, really. It's, it's it's super, but it's it's stereotypical because it's also you know true a lot. Well, of it. yeah, all of the st- most stereotypes are based on reality in a way. Yeah. However, they are usually blown out of proportion. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. The only thing I can say that where where the laundromat played into the story, well, one is also that they have a much closer connection to their extended family. I mean, uh have you seen the movie The Good called The Farewell, The Goodbye, The Farewell with Aquafina where she travels home because her grandma or great grandma or someone is, is about to die, so they're having like a farewell party. It's a great movie. Oh, no, I, I have. I um, I've not seen it, no. Yeah, okay. But, you know, uh, unlike some Western cultures, they're closer when it comes to oh, family. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, sure. Old, you know, the older generation moves in when they're too old, you know, you have to take care of them. Yeah, there's um, so definitely that, a different kind of um, togetherness. Yeah, so there you have, which it, like I mentioned, Minari, same thing there, you know, they have their old grandma. Yeah. Um. Uh, so that, of course, is another, you know... Uh, Stress element, sure. You know, um, and the fact that they're that they're a small business owner, more stress, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah but... tax and everything. And the whole laundromat thing is, um, there's a lot of I don't know if you noticed that other than all the the googly eyes, 
There's a lot of circles in the movie. Not, <laughs> yes. not just a donut. I mean, the movie literally opens with them all squished together in a little circle in the mirror. Yeah. And then we yeah, move no, into the, the, the mirror the circle, later. The circle was definitely a symbolic choice. Yeah. Because, because it also represents... Know, infinity. Yes. And yeah. everything can be crammed into one circle sort of yeah. kind of thing. Um, and you know Obviously. they were sur- they were surrounded by circles spinning round and round and sure, round sure. endlessly in that laundromat. So you know, it but works. I mean, and then maybe it's just more realistic to make it an Asian family. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly felt like they could have been any any color, race, religion, whatever. It wouldn't really made sense, made a difference. Except for perhaps if it is based loosely or anything at all on. <laughs> but at Daniel the risk of being a little racist, how would you do the fight scenes then? <laughs> what? Are only Asians allowed to learn martial arts? Don't we well, have like how, how many how many how many Jewish uh, uh, pawn shop owners have you seen, you know, kung fu fighting? I mean, isn't the Israeli army like super great at close combat? <sighs> Isn't that yeah. like one of the things they but then, train? It's not. So it's much. not a, you know, if you want to talk about stereotypes, you know, Jews are not known for their fighting capability. Sure. Uh, sure. Sure. If we, sure. So you know, another like big stereotype like that. <laughs> sure. Um, so you know, I, I just did it they, have they, to be fucking kung fu then? Couldn't it have been something <laughs> yeah, else? I don't know. <laughs> like uh, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean, though. Like, yeah, yeah, but you know what I'm trying to get at is that they they pointed out on the IMDb summary, like, yes, oh, it's an which Asian is so Chinese immigrants. Like in the movie, it's just people. You know, it's a family. Yeah, we don't it need to, to be know Asian, but you know, those that... are people too. So it shouldn't have it shouldn't yeah, matter what have a, race they are. That doesn't have a, a point. To the plot that they're yeah. Asian, they just happen to be Chinese. Who yeah. cares at this point? Yeah, and, and what, what, I just wanted and, and to touch on the thing that you <clears throat> said. It was difficult to know when. When is it? Um, a good or bad stereotype? Yes. Yeah. Like when is it racially insensitive? Eventually, I don't know either, to be honest. <laughs> but um, as long as they're not whitewashing things, I think it's mostly fine. Sure. Which yes, they did choose all Asian character uh, actors to play uh, Asian yeah. characters. Thank you. And good, uh, you know, good detail. I, I I think uh, 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 I mentioned it. Now I forget the word. Representation. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, it's it's a great it's a great way to do representation without shoving it in your face. Yeah. Sort of like. Uh, um, now we're just talking about race and stuff. It's starting to get weird, but whatever. Uh, like Jordan Peele has done with his with his two movies, oh, yeah. Get Out and Us. Like specifically, or more, I guess, Us than Get Out. Sure, yeah. Us is just about a family. There are you know certain cultural aspects put into it, definitely. But it's just about a family. But and in they the chose bottom, yeah, a black family instead of a white family. Because he is black, so it's perhaps yeah, easier to write in those details natural, to make yeah. it black. Get Out definitely talks sure. more about systemic and social issues and stuff. And like, but, Obviously. You know, but, but, but still, it's just it's about a black guy. Yeah. That story could have been about a white guy. It would have been weird, but it could have been. But, it, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's representation, it's inclusivity done right. If yes. it's anything, you know, that I like about 
you know, modern movies like like this. Yeah, it's that. It's they're smart about that. They're not trying to like shove their fucking propaganda in your face. <laughs> Which I just have to. We mentioned it <laughs> in last week's episode. They did very wrong there because they whitewashed the one not white or like western cultural oh no that's not the right word what are we talking they white about oh, the fucking indian or native american i suppose is the correct word yeah oh well yeah we talked about that in the uh like in why <laughs> fire 1984 discussion which oh, yeah, you, know, right. you can listen to on patreon.com slash don't make a scene <laughs> where you get an extra episode every week including commentary tracks uh exclusive videos early access to my other podcast so much stuff for just three dollars a month check it out <laughs> Back to the discussion. Yeah, that, that in that one they kind of failed with that and just went. Yeah, but then it's an early '80s movie. Yeah, it was different and back then. However, in the modern version, they also kind of failed. They didn't whitewash it, but they failed with casting because they chose they. It felt like they chose someone based on their looks more than their acting chops. Yeah, because yeah, because they wanted the representation. Native American playing the Native American character. Unfortunately, he sucked. Yeah, <laughs> he was terrible. Not terrible. He was bad. He was a bad actor. Yeah. Probably a great person, but a bad actor. I'm sure he's fine. Um, Yeah. So, yes, I agree. Representation in modern media is definitely better. Better. And it's, like, in movies like this, and in us, you know, it's implemented so well. Yeah. And but I, then we I, have. I think uh, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. So, so that you don't get the the angry knee jerk right wingers yes. going, oh, they're shoving their blacks in our face. No, it's just people. <laughs> no, it's just people. However, IMDb, you need to change your caption. Yeah, this it's a one. weird thing. An aging Chinese immigrant. You don't even have to mention oh, that they're aging. You, you like, don't mean you don't you don't mean like a, a, a middle aged couple with a teenage lady? So, a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid. Why are you pointing out her race, IMDb? Exactly. Do you have a problem with race? Yeah. Are you fixated at race? <laughs> my race? Anyway. We're kind of rounding um, on it. I, yeah. Let's wrap I had up. one more thing I wanted to talk about. Because the yeah. music was interesting. I'm trying to find who... Yeah, I don't know who that is. Son Lux. I think that's a band? Or a group? I think? Oh yeah, it's a geo. Okay, they're they're like text on IMDb, a geographically and culturally diverse band. Ooh. <laughs> with uh, Rafik Batia, Ian Chang, and Ryan Lott, each bringing their unique sonic approach to create an otherworldly whole. Yeah, yeah, they did a really nice job on the music, and looking at what they helped out on before yeah they're pretty good i mean they were involved in the music for looper amongst oh. other things huh i like the music i just wanted to yeah, point that out like just thinking about it now i don't remember the music much no but, but when, we, added, when we saw when... the music when we saw the movie yeah it, it was it was definitely the, i remember music i just can't point something specific out no but no yeah, but it, it was worked there, it was perfectly for the setting yeah, enough yeah, so sure. that it, but in the way where it melted into what you were watching instead of being a separate character that we mentioned in previous episodes. That sometimes the music can play such a big part that it's a separate character. In this yeah. case, it didn't need to be that. We already had enough. Yeah. Instead, Ugh. they managed to melt it into what was happening in a perfect way, which is also yeah. 
fantastic. <laughs> um, uh, Again, un- production. Unlike, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fantastic yeah. production. Yeah. Uh, unlike, and I just just want to mention Northman again, where the music <laughs> is basically a character, a, a, a second lead in the movie. Yes. Um, they finally released it on Spotify, and I've been <laughs> listening to it over and over. Oh my, it's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like in Northman, it is a second. It's a, a separate character bringing in extra yeah. to the movie. In this case, it's just melting into what it is to set the tone perfectly. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah, we did not need another element <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> yeah, imagine if music was like overbearing. Oh my god, I would have, <laughs> I would have puked probably. To be honest. Yeah. Well, I think that's it that's for everything, it. everywhere, all at once. Much like the movie and the title, this episode has been a bit everywhere, everything, all at once. Yeah, but that's that's comes with the territory, course. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I, like I said, I would probably recommend it. Would you recommend this to people? <sighs> to some people, and I would preface this with like, you, you you need to have like an open mind and well, not open. What's it called? Like a you know, and you need to be pigo uh, glad. <laughs> I can't think of the words in English. <laughs> I don't know. Like you can't be tired. You can't be after a long day sitting down on the couch, you know, chilling no, and no, watching this. this. No, no. There's this a lot going to happen. The senses. Yeah, like, you need to be alert, alert. and focused. Yeah. <laughs> Have a cup of coffee. That'll probably help yeah. slow the movie down. Watch it in the middle of the day, not at night. Yeah, do a line of coke thing. before you watch it. <laughs> sort of. Maybe some mushrooms. I don't know. <laughs> no, that would freak you out. Probably. Oh, maybe. I wouldn't uh, know. I would yeah. not know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I only have theoretical knowledge, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That's that's everything everywhere all at once. Yes. It's not the greatest movie I've ever made. And in my opinion, it's not even the best movie of the year. No. <laughs> no. Do you have a... Just quickly, do you have your favorite movie of the year? Um... Because I'm, I'm keeping Italian on Letterboxd. And, you know, The Northman is obviously... I doubt anything is going to beat it at this point. Uh, yeah, that's not my favorite. Definitely not. No, I'm like, I what know. have I watched in 2022... Um, I mean, no, technically they're not from this year, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? I, I, I fucking loved um, Coda and Belfast, but they were from last year, technically. Yeah, but they came out in Sweden this year. So if we're, if we're counting Swedish releases. When did Pig release in Sweden? That was November last year. Ah, oh, fuck it. It came out on DVD, and it was even earlier on like film festivals and stuff. Yeah, I suppose. Well, then, I guess Coda and Belfast are top for me right now. All right. Yeah, and I, and I of course, have The Northman. Clo- <laughs> yeah. Closely followed by Jackass Forever. Also, though, yeah, my closely followed that is a bit out there is Lo- The Lost City. Fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, you've seen that already? Oh, yeah. Have you not seen that I've... I've- Reviewed it on Letterboxd. No, I didn't see that. It is pure joy. I I was smiling the entire film. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, the, the the Sandra Bullock yes, Radcliffe movie. Yes, yes. Okay, is it a I, Netflix movie? No, I don't think so. It's oh, you just saw it. And no, you no, no, no. I went it. to the theaters. Oh, you, uh, you're going to theaters as well. I do have a brother. Uh, brother, a boyfriend. Yes. 
okay. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, he probably loved it as well. Uh, not as much as I did, though. Oh, okay. Wow. It's a bit of a chick flick, but it's it's pure joy and entertainment in, right. the, in the simplest of ways. I do like Channing Tatum. Maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Honestly, go watch that before you watch everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, yes. I don't know. <laughs> that is my short, my very short end of the episode review on that one. Please go watch it. All it's right. fantastic. Don't go in like expecting like deep and dark and no, it's, fighting. it's entertainment. No, no, no. It's it's entertainment. Sure. sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But, sorry. We'll, we'll end on that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the episode. Check us out on patreoncom Don't Make a Scene. There are, there are links wherever you're listening to this or watching it. Um, there's a link to you with other socials. Check it out. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do one last multiverse discussion on uh, next week's patron episode. We're finally going to talk about, and at this point I almost don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we're going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, you know, um, in conclusion with all the other Spider-Mans probably. Yeah, yeah. I really want to talk about it like in January and you're like, I'm going to watch it. Wait. Yeah, it just <laughs> took me... Six months to watch yeah. it, so that anyway. sets the tone for that, I suppose. Yeah, if you want to hear us talk about Spider-Man No Way Home, check us out patreoncom slash uh, But until the next time, have a good one. Bye. The spoiler cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is hosted by Tobias Vidén and Rebecca Vidén. Produced and directed by Tobias Vidén. Executive producer is Annika Vidén and. Laura Kinney. A huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Laura Kinney, mom and dad. <laughs>